0: In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. Follow up on a story we first started telling you about on Friday. Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel says Meyer customers in several counties have had their personal information stolen by a Grand Haven man who obtained their login information from Meyer's M-Perks program. 22-year-old Nicholas Moy is charged with one count of conducting a criminal enterprise, one count of use of a computer to commit a crime, and seven counts of identity theft. He's facing up to 20 years in prison. Moy is accused of the theft and sale of account access information tied to MPERC's accounts, which is a Meyer loyalty program. Nestle says a lot of people have been affected. The seven counts of identity theft account for seven specified account thefts, though it's apparent this crime was committed against hundreds of counts and Meyer customers. And we have charged identity theft in connection to individual victims from Bay County, Emmett County, Ingham County, Kent County, Livingston County, Marquette County, and St. Joseph County. It's alleged that Moy obtained login credentials from a separate data breach, cross-referenced the credentials for access success with the MPERX infrastructure, and then sold the login information on the Internet. The purchasers of the login information then used the points balance to fund their own purchases from Meyer, with incidents documented at both online and in-store purchases. It's not believed Meyer's infrastructure was directly breached, but this was a case of credential stuffing. Moy was arraigned in Kent County last month. Businesses in Stevensville are being told of a new grant opportunity available through the Michigan Economic Development Corporation's Redevelopment Ready Communities program. Stevensville Village Manager Casey Dominguez tells us Stevensville recently qualified for the program, opening up chances for the village to assist businesses. The grant is the first opportunity. It's called Match on Main. It's a reimbursement grant program through the MEDC, Michigan Economic Development Corp., that could provide up to two village businesses up to $25,000 for eligible business activities, which could range from technical support for building or a site plan. It could help with purchasing new inventory for a business, uh, marketing some technology, activating outdoor or indoor space. Dominguez says she just put out word of the grants last week, which will be up to $25,000 for two businesses. Already, she's received several inquiries from interested businesses. She'll meet with those who apply to hear about their plans, and then the Village Council will consider which two proposals will be submitted to the state. They will make a decision by February 23rd. Anyone interested should contact the Stevensville Village Hall. The village of Eau is getting more than $1.8 million in grant money from the state to improve its water system. The Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes and Energy has announced a total of $17.7 million in My Clean Water grants for communities around the state. The grants are intended to help those communities upgrade aging infrastructure to ensure healthy drinking water and protect the environment. Auclair has been approved $1.8 million for upgrades For the wastewater treatment system including new influent control structures, a new outfall to Farmers Creek, new transfer structures and piping between lagoons, berm maintenance and abandoning bypass structure. Eagle says more than 70% of Michiganders are served by more than 1,000 community wastewater systems and a similar percentage get drinking water from community water systems. Those systems often struggle to find resources to address legacy issues like aging drinking water and stormwater facilities and new standards for chemicals. The My Clean Water grants are intended to help. Michigan State Police canines will be safer in the field thanks to a donation made by a Kalamazoo company. Michigan State Police Captain Michael Brown with the 5th District in Pawpaw tells us Michael Tonto Alexander, the owner of Nightbeams Products, offered the agency funds to purchase beacon lights that can be added to canine harnesses. We have 43 canine units across the state of Michigan, and the generous business owner donated enough money to outfit every one of the canines, basically from St. Joe down here all the way to the Upper Peninsula. Brown says when state police canines are tracking suspects or missing persons, they can go miles into the field, and especially if it's at night, the dogs can be difficult to follow. Especially in uh, rural areas, lots of people flee uh, alongside the freeways, rural areas, or the flea house and the canine units. Uh, they're out there by themselves or with another person for support, but they're out there in the, all kinds of terrain. That'll be uh, great visibility for them from the air when needed. Brown says the beacons are simple, small lights that can make a big difference. The $1,800 donation for the lights was made to the state police in Madawan on Thursday. Officials with the Gordie Howe International Bridge say they've pushed back the timeline for the completion and the opening of the bridge from November of this year to September 2025. Heather Grandin is with the Windsor-Detroit Bridge Authority. This is a result of, um, I think, as many people would expect, um, the pandemic. And, you know, after all the progress that we've been able to make in 2023, which is great progress that we're really proud of, it has put us in the position where we're able to kind of look at, look at what work is left to do and develop a better timeline and schedule where we, we confidently feel we can deliver um, all the remaining components of the project um, into 2025. Rondon says the next major milestone for the bridge will be linking the, the two two bridge decks connecting Windsor and Detroit that should happen this summer you might be driving one of the vehicles of the year the 2024 North American car truck and utility of the year awards were announced on Thursday truck of the year finalists were the Chevrolet Colorado the Chevrolet Silverado EV and the Ford Super Duty so which truck won the semi-finalists were the Ford Super Duty the Chevy Silverado EV and the Chevy Colorado The 2024 North American Truck of the Year is the Ford Super Duty. The car of the year went to the Toyota Prius, and the utility car of the year is the Kia EV9. The awards are given each year by 50 automotive journalists in the U.S. and Canada. They've been doing the awards since 1994. And now that we know which the best vehicles are, where are the best roads? Well, the Michigan Department of Transportation is touting its achievements in 2023 in the new year with a review video. It highlights some of the largest highway projects the agency completed in the year while showcasing new innovations. Those include the first public in-road charging system in the United States and high-occupancy vehicle lanes along I-75 in Oakland County. The agency also mentions new legislation intended to make construction zones safer. Each year, MDOT and our partners work hard to improve the routes we maintain, but we can't do it without you. These men and women work in all types of conditions to keep us all moving. So please, give them a break in construction zones, slow down, pay attention, and help us work toward zero deaths on our roadways. The Michigan legislature is considering bills that would install speed cameras in construction zones. Major projects highlighted include... The $210 million Rebuilding Michigan project on I-69 in Calhoun and Eaton counties, which included rebuilding 25 miles of road from I-94 to Charlotte. Another project is $66 million invested to rebuild I-196 from the ground up from Hudsonville to Zealand. We have the video posted on our website, wsjm.com. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.